on the Wake Up Radio. I am your host, Joel. Go to the back. My dog is choking. Get out of the car. Take your seatbelt off. What are you, a specialist corporate are you? I'm a lieutenant. Lieutenant, get out of the car. Take your seatbelt off and get out of the car. It's fucked up. I can't fucking believe I'm being treated like this. And I'm fucking real. Get on the... Better. And I keep calling you lieutenant. I told you I'm a veteran. I respect rank, okay? I'll be handling this. We can either sit here with you until you get your eyes back where you can see, and I mean at a good distance, you're safe to drive, okay? And you're going down the road. Go do your deployment. Go continue serving my country, which I respect and I thank you for, okay? Or we can push the issue, write you tickets for no uh, license plate displayed and for resisting, or not resisting, obstructive justice. I don't think we need to go that route because that route makes the Army get involved, and I know how Make they are. Make me free. And we want to welcome you all to On The Wake Up Radio. You're listening to the show, Making Free. This is your host, Joel Sanjeev, and that's my producer, always Sidney Asky. You can call in live now at 844-818-4433. It's $2.99 per minute. You must be 18 years or older to participate. You can catch replays of this cast on our otwtube.com. Google, Apple products, SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, Spotify, and as well, iHeartRadio. The new website is up, as I did just mention, otwtube.com. It's free speech friendly, no censorship. Sign up today. Also, if you can, please donate 2 or $5 or any amount, which will go directly to the website and as well, airtime. It is a labor of love, but we still live in a costly world. And if you appreciate the free content, please help keep the message uncensored and free. You can donate through PayPal at onthewakeupradio at gmail.com. And again, that is onthewakeupradio at gmail.com. We want to thank you all for tuning in tonight, our listeners. And as thankful as those that have been listening to uh, this show from the beginning, uh, we always try to keep it real, nonetheless, and always try to present uh, topics that may not be discussed. But in this case, uh, we're going to be touching on a hot topic that's kind of like hitting the nation right now uh, with this body cam video that's kind of like circling around, circling rather, uh, social media platforms all around uh, the globe, uh, news, uh, CNN, uh, Fox, you name it. Here as well at OTW. Wow. In this case, uh, as you may have heard, and if you may not have heard, uh, the incident stems back uh, from an incident with a Quran Nazario, I believe. Um, and this was in Winston, Windsor, I'm sorry, Windsor, uh, Virginia. I'm not very familiar with that either, but if you want to look on the map, it's 35 miles south outside of uh, Columbus, South Carolina. Um, and uh, we want to send out shouts out to those listening in South Carolina as well. Uh, but this uh, incident takes place uh, with a second rank lieutenant officer in the Army, uh, which kind of makes this uh, whole incident kind of like uh, baffling from the beginning. Uh, from the start, rather. Um, in this case, uh, I'm just going to try to jump on it. As I know, uh, I'm pretty sure our other 
uh, hosts uh, with their other platforms are going to be touching on this uh, immediately. I'm pretty sure uh, we at war kind of like address this as well with that on that segment. Uh, and again, uh, this is probably going to be a, a very interesting topic, uh, nonetheless, until it plays out uh, in court. Uh, there is, uh, again, this incident that happened during a, uh, they're stating a routine traffic stop, but I believe uh, the police is quoted as saying, refuse to get out of the car uh, at this point. Uh, is this here is stated, the officer uh, stated that the incident that he had seen the tags as he stated walking toward, he's seen the tags that he started walking towards the truck, but continued his aggression for the on the person to violate his constitutional rights. Uh, based upon the fact that uh, this is a, basically a minor traffic issue, uh, which shouldn't really have ignited to the point to which it did. But again, we have this on video. Uh, and, you know, this scene is kind of like, again, uh, re re a repeated, repetitive nature of culture uh, from said people. Uh, it's not. Uh, unheard of, unwitnessed, unexperienced uh, in some degree. Um, you have, I'm pretty sure the listeners out there have many stories to tell upon some type of, some type of uh, infraction like this uh, or interaction like this rather with uh, police officers in such a degree or even worse to where now we're uh, watching a killing or a murder case being a program on social media and the news platforms uh, for George Floyd. Rest in peace. Uh, but still in all, this could have escalated uh, into one of those type of incidents. Um, in this case, I'm going to try to go back uh, to uh, the complaint at hand, at hand is stating that he refused to allow uh, uh, the cuffs off and asked them uh, with them. If you're watching the tape, and I kind of like put this on my uh, posting as well at OTW, and you can find that on uh, Facebook as well. But on the Wake Up Radio, you'll find that in the tape, if you're watching the tape closely, there's a 30-minute full, uh, 30-minute full uh, conclusion of this incident. And at about 13 and a half minutes, it was asked about his travels after he was forcibly pulled out of the car pepper sprayed, uh, uh, humiliated, uh, defiled. Just, it's just an embarrassing situation all, the, all together. And in this incident, at 13 and a half minutes within the whole scene, it was asked then uh, about his travels and where he was going and all of this and that after the fact. Now, these questions could have been imposed I would believe, and, and everybody is probably saying this as well, uh, these questions probably could have been posed early on in the, is, in the is, incident, especially when the officer said that he noticed the tags as he started walking towards the truck. The whole incident, I would believe, uh, started from when the officer and his name, uh, I'll try to pull it up, but uh, Crocker, in this case, Crocker was the lead police officer that invest well, cited the issue for no tags being displayed with tents. Uh, he stated that he stated that 
in the report made by Daniel Crocker, and again, uh, said in the video stated that the driver was eluding police and considered a high-risk traffic stop based upon that as he was driving down this dark, lit street where the only well-litted area would have been the gas station for which he pulled in, for which he felt a better comfort to be sitting in with said police behind him. Now, given the fact of the area of uh, Virginia and its Commonwealth state, you have to go to maybe the population size of this said city. Uh, this city at last record uh, is at 5,000 and so uh, odd people within the city itself. And I believe of that 52 or maybe 53% are white, maybe 45 or less percent are black, and then everything else falls in between the cracks. So you got whatever else going on. But still in all, uh, this town isn't, isn't very big uh, at all. Uh, as you can see, Lazario proceeded to put his hands out of the car as instructed, but was then given conflicting commands at the same time to open the door to which he was asking within his rights, what are you pulling me over for? For which... Mr. Gutierrez, and his name is Joe, by the way, uh, felt the extreme compassion of uh, uh, not complying, so to speak, is the terms that were are always well used in these sort of incidents. Um, in this case, Mr. Gutierrez uh, stated that he acknowledges from his experience that to drive to a well-lit area happens to 80% of the time. A lot considering blacks make up less than 50% of the total population. So let's put that maybe in a little perspective. 80% of the time of the incidents that he's had, blacks are going to a well-lit area just for the safety and comfort of themselves. Not to be putting up in a dark, area and trying to have a police uh, cite you for some incident that he feels justified on. We have to uh, take into a matter of the case of this guy and maybe his history in that city. Uh, this behavior is basically a constant uh, disgusting inhumane trend um, that's been going on for centuries basically. Uh, you have a guy out there in Delaware, uh, Jay Jones, if you want to look him up, uh, uh, Democrat Norfolk, a candidate for attorney general in Virginia now. Uh, and then you have the acting uh, attorney now in place, Mark Harrington, uh, who's only stating that they're monitoring the situation. But Jay Jones wants to put some type of immediate investigation into this. Now, out of all of this said, uh, the person who which uh, this situation surrounds itself around has followed up with a 
lawsuit. Um, in this lawsuit, uh, he's asking for said amount of money. Uh, also by mention, uh, from a good source, um, it should be led into maybe adding the fact that since this is a uh, situation that kind of like steered itself in a racial uh, 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 a racial complexity as it as it always does and is in that area, you got to think that's one of the original 13 states, the original 13 counties, as they say. So that was the straight 13, especially Virginia being a whole uh, a solidified state in that region at the time. So they had, had a lot of uh, uh, wealth based on cotton and the slaves that they were bringing in picking the cotton. So if you go to Virginia, you'll notice that there's a lot of cotton fields. Um, that being said as well, it kind of like puts me also in a uh, reminding of another person that kind of like this also. Um, and if I can just probably grab his name out of my notes, but I want to bring the attention of uh, Sergeant uh, Isaac Woodard Jr. Uh, I'm not sure if you're familiar uh, with him. Uh, but he was also a uh, honorable discharge uh, veteran from the army at the spare time of 1946, uh, where he uh, became uh, uh, well. It was in this situation in 1946 where he uh, was going home for the military tour, being honorably discharged where he was on a bus um, and asked to use a restroom. And I believe uh, the gentleman driving the bus told him that he couldn't allow him to use the restroom at the stop that they were at, and he would have to use the restroom in another facility. So in this case, Isaac Woodard Jr. definitely took upon himself to say, I ain't hearing that, and I'm going to go use this bathroom because I got to use the bathroom straight, done and said. And that's what the man did, for which he had the most, I can't even say human right, but just the the most, I don't know what you want to say, just you have to do that. There's just there's nothing natural even alone. There's just no escape from that. So that, that, that has to be done. You know, without question. So now I don't even want to put no, you know, definition on that. But still, you know, given that he was told that he had to wait another so many miles to use the restroom, for which he did again, like I stated, took it upon himself to use the restroom, get back on the bus, and continue his journey. For which then this bus driver radioed, in this case, the next town, let them know that he was coming in with, a, with an uppity. You would, so you would think, because I would probably think, I was probably the term at the probably time being used, uppity, especially with him being in uniform, um, being looking dignified, holding honors, and actually, you know, probably killed a couple cats already, you know, and uh, of the different color uh, skin. So you got to imagine, uh, the bus driver at the time feeling intimidated just by his presence alone. So he called the sheriff 
uh, in the next town. And this sheriff uh, forcefully, forcefully took Isaac out of the car and beat the man so they beat the man so bad that he lost his sight. This was back in 1946. This is in Batesburg, South Carolina. The nearest biggest city back then uh, what is uh, South Carolina. Um, at, the, at the height of that town, um, at the time, in the 1940s, the population was 2,933 by census. As I put it up, 1950, it grew to 3,169. So it's a very small populated town, uh, just like the town that the guy was just in. Uh, with this incident, but tying these two together, uh, this gentleman, Isaac Woodard Jr., uh, rest in peace as well, but again, forcibly removed for using the restroom, uh, just a natural order uh, within the universe, you know what I'm saying? That's just a natural order within the universe to uh, get rid of waste within inside of yourself that does not belong there, you know? Uh, you see stars uh, shooting out stuff all the time, you know. You see the sun with its flares. You hear the flares flowing out. Is that something they probably just don't need anymore? It's getting rid of it. So, you know, that's just a universal state to get rid of waste. Um, and this man was basically sight taken away from him from that, just from that fact. Um, back in the time, um, this is when radio, as we're doing now, and again, it was uh, very, 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 very popular. But Orson Welles was doing a radio show upon this man, upon this said incident. Now, um, from this incident, they uh, went into charging the man uh, for disorderly and drunkenness, and that's why they justified the uh, the beating of the man. Then, when he went to court, I believe, well, in fact, written, uh, they held him, uh, the police officers, nine in contempt. They got free from any charges being pressed up against them and left just left the man hanging. So I believe the judge at the time and the president, I think uh, Truman, um, uh, put into some type of, uh, that's when the grounding works for the civil rights movement kind of like probably took a you know a different spin, you know, based upon that fact. Um, and that's, uh, you can find that on your local uh, handheld search device uh, to pull up that information. But, you know, again, you know, you know, time is in the that, you know, we have this repeated said history, even in uniform, you're not even respected. You, you know, you, you have to actually grasp that, you know, those words as I, as you hear them now on the radio, you're not even respected in mil in the military uniform. Even in the video, they go to respect the dog more so than they do him in the incident. I'm not sure if you guys watched it like a full video, and then they tried to coerce the guy into um, coerce the guy into saying that he was in the wrong and they were in the right. I mean, they literally did this maybe like three or four times trying to get him to say that he was wrong for not uh, pulling over at the, at the time. 
of the, when the lights came on in a dark ass area. Hell no. <laughs> he said he wasn't comfortable all throughout the film. The man sprayed him, trying to pull him out. It, it, this issue here, you know, is just so in, inhumane and, you know, like I said, disgusting that, you know, we sh he, in this case, should probably be coming in. He should be basically coming at their pensions on the fact of the way that he was treated. And again, this goes back into, again, 1946 with, with Isaac uh, Woodard Jr. And he was just 26 at the time of his, of his incident. Well, he was beaten so bad and he lost his sight. Uh, and again, that led to the desegregation of the military. Uh, he was held home. Uh, well, he was headed home, like I stated, trying to use the restroom. Uh, and just got off the bus and used the restroom with the, the spot that they were there. Just hold it. You can't hold it no more. You know, you know how it is. You can't hold it no more. I heard plenty of brothers talking about, man, if it wasn't for that uh, thing on the side of the road, that porta potty, man, it would have been a disaster. You know, I, just, I heard that story so many times. I, I, I just had this, you know, don't hear that story trying to drive, man. You're, you're a crab. You know, don't let nobody tell you nothing funny like that. They'd be like, man, you, you just can't hold it. You know, why should he? Why should he? Why should he have to hold on? Just based on the fact that he's a man in a uniform and you're a bus driver. And, you know, this, this I don't understand the, the, you know, I don't even think it's for us to understand. I don't really think it's for us to understand. You know, it's just, you know, if we're going to deal with it, we need to really deal with it with, you know, with the hammer and chisel start, you know, chipping away and knocking down some of this rock, you know what I'm saying? Because just trying to push it maybe ain't enough. I don't, you know, just, you know, you know, maybe we got to, you know, tink, 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 and crack at it, you know, or dynamite or something, you know, pop a hole through it, you know, but, you know, this, from what we got going on now, it's kind of, it's, it's a situation that we need to really address. Um, this kind of like leads into the uh, discussion I was going to have because I did change my topic tonight because I was going to lead into a whole other uh, uh, platform about the disrespectness that's being portrayed of the black woman uh, you know in this manner and even worse you know and you know just the fact that uh you know, some of the brothers that you listen to on our platforms here, uh, Mr. Karama, uh, you got DC, uh, you got Kaz, Kaz, uh, you got, uh, you know, everybody. Uh, like I said. And we got you, Joe. We got a lot of people out there that's kind of like not to just as a reminder, but just to put it in your face. Sometimes it's not always seen. Sometimes you need somebody to explain it to you just a little different for a better, better understanding. Brother Joe, we got you. And as well, I try to, I try to keep it like that. I, I, you know, it's, that's just my formula. I don't, I don't really, you know, especially with these type of issues uh, that we have, continuously and you know just from the early part of being you know uh, growing up in high school 
you probably really didn't see it then, but you can probably tell some of the teachers and the way they talked to you or the way they looked at you or why you was always giving a damn referral. You know what I'm saying? I, I had a man, my high school thing file so thick with referrals, man. I just, so I just couldn't understand, you know, some of the stuff they were saying. I was just like, you know, please, you know, I got to, you know, I got a whole way of thinking beyond that, you know, and it just, you know, just the aspect of trying to speak up for yourself. They never did like that. You know what I'm saying? They always wanted to try to put you in this little cage, this little box, trying to mold you into, you know, I don't know what the hell they were trying to mold motherfucker into, but I wasn't, I wasn't trying to be molded like that. You know what I'm saying? I had like, I had a different way of speaking, as you can tell now. I I, I gave a, a, a an awareness, you know, to myself, and I was just based upon the on the fact that I was probably with going to at the time in Chicago. I was like going to the NOI, you know, Nation of Islam. I mean, I was almost meeting in the closest vicinity with with Farrakhan. You know, just on the home book, you know, just because of, you know, people I was associating with, going down there. You know, <clears throat> to get that and then to come back home in a suburb, you know, a lot of uh, not your color around and they kind of like run the city, run the schools, run the, you know, the, the school board, you know, the fire department, you know, everything you can think of, you know, they just, they got hold on everything. So if you look around the little town I'm talking about in the area, you'll see that there's like no, you know, we just had a show on the controversy with the, with the mayor in that town, with his conniving, you know, backstabbing ways to get rid of a black business trying to establish himself as a man within the city. You know, we just covered that. You know, we got, uh, I think the boys say all the time, the boule, <laughs> the gatekeepers. You know, the boys say that all the time. He say that on his show all the time, the gatekeepers. You got people like that, uh, you know, put him out there, Sam Cunningham, the man. You got people like that trying to uh, stop you from advancing as a person, as a business, as an entity. You know, you know Why? Why? You know, why, why are you in my way? You know, why are you preventing me from trying to establish myself? You know, you, you, I don't know. You know, I don't know what that jealousy comes from, but that's just pure jealousy within, within everybody's sight. We, everybody see that. You know what the uh, jealousy is. Say that again. I said, you know what that jealousy is. Yeah, jealousy. Oh, you got to say that again. You, you muffled, brother. You muffled. You AM it, on us right now. You muffled. I, like I say, that uh, that will make you do the things that we're talking about now. It definitely will. You know what? Uh, was, not to be. You know what? Uh, pardon me. You know what? There were there was three things that pissed me off. The first was him saying, "I'm afraid to get out. I don't know what's going to happen." And the officer said, "You should be." See, that don't help nobody. The second one was him saying, um, well, you know, you, you should have got out. What, what, what part of the service you in? I, I'm in the service, too. I respect the service. Really? Okay. And then the last one is you got two choices. You could go home and serve my country. Because he said that. You can go and serve my country. He didn't even give it to him. That right mm -hmm. there, tell it all. Oh, when somebody, to serve your country, 
I know, I know it's your country, white boy. You get what I'm saying? All right. And then to tell him, or you could act up and we could arrest you. So I didn't know we had choices when we was getting arrested. You know, when you're getting arrested, do you really have a choice if you did something wrong? Not nephew. You don't have no choice. Your choice is to come along. Baby, you, you said it right when you said, I know he's suing for a million, but I'm telling you, when you said take the pension, I have often told people, when you get pulled over, don't ask what I did. Ask, is this worth your pension? And then, because you letting them think. You don't want to go home to Becky and tell her, you and little Bobby ain't got no future. I, I want you to really, because sometimes you have to speak people's language. I can't go, you and I can't go pull over their kids and do this shit. But now you got to speak people's language. Pensions? Baby, people work their whole life for a pension. And when you could take, fuck, that's taxpayer money. That million dollar, that coming out of everybody Virginia pocket. And you got to think, they, they never checked on the dog until 20 minutes into the incident. On God, Peter better show up. Because you, know you know how white folks feel about dogs. And I, another thing, you see how they talk about this Asian hate? Black folks is hating Asians. Meanwhile, done live side by side, giving them all our money. I bet you we start posting the pictures of them eating cats and fucking dogs and white people going to think twice about it. <laughs> I know because we know. We already know. There's certain spots you can't go to in the hood because you know. They got a history of that. We, you speak of that now? Yes. Yes. I have a historical fact on that. It was a a Chinese spot in in Waukegan downtown, uh, highly uh, visited from all the people, like uh, the mayor on down to the to the reverends. Anybody, everybody went there. Anybody you knew, everybody went to this joint. Always come to find out through the whole process. Uh, process they've been serving cat as meat. I believe the it. whole time. I believe it. Them cats was disappearing in Brooklyn. We used to have mad cats. And then one day you was like, where all the fucking cats went? Rib tibs. They shut, they shut it down. They shut it down for a period of time and it popped back open. Mm-hmm. And it popped back open. Nobody from the white community went back to that mug. As I knew because anytime you rolled by it, it was always empty. It was only one person I really knew that was really going. I was like, oh, Lord. <laughs> it's but, funny because it went from Ching Chongs to Ching Chongs and Sons when it opened back up. had a different name. But again, man, we, we got we to gotta raise the awareness of, of, of who do you really want to be on this earth? You know what I'm saying? Do you want to be said person that's getting mistreated all the time? You present yourself in the atmosphere. Or do you want to be that person that's feeling comfortable in the surroundings that make you comfortable? And why we can't set that surroundings up, you know, for yourself? You make your bed every day to get comfortable in it, right? Some of us. Some of us show. <laughs> some of us. Some of us. Thank you, Cindy. Thank you. Thank you for that. Thank you for that. Well, I, I, I like that. I like, you know, just in case, I want to say, well, shit, he decently cleaned up his bed before he left. You know, they can say that when they come in the room. You know what I'm saying? No, it's a, it's a great quality to have. My grandma yeah. used to say, always make your bed. Oh, shoot. Granny used to say, uh, make sure you got on clean underwear, too. Ain't that the truth? 
my grandmother had another saying. If you're ever caught in the bathtub with, and there's a fire and you naked, don't cover your body parts. You cover your face. That way they'd be like, who big body running down the street? Because they can't see your face. <laughs> That's hilarious. But, man, as always, Cindy, you, we got to keep these topics going. I know this is one of those that's going to be uh, on the radio, social media for a while until some resolution has come up, uh, either the money, the pensions, uh, their badges. Actually, they're still on the force when I think about it. I promise you, not for long. I tell you, ancestors need to drop in somebody's head. I'm telling you, anybody listening, you get messed over by some cops. I got cops in my family, and I asked them, how you feel about this? They was like, that's dead wrong. Oh, okay. So now we all on the same side. So now what I'm saying to you is pensions. Fuck the money. Pension. Let me tell you something. Financial castration is amazing. It ain't got to be Jews just doing it to us. We could do it to other people, too. And that ain't the first time we ever said that. Well. So do yourself a big favor. Uh, let's call the Windsor, Virginia Police Department and put any complaints on those said particular people. Uh, going back to a Daniel Crocker and a Joe Duterere. Uh, that's the second officer on the site, the real aggressive one, the heavyset one that was doing all the pulling and spraying and kneeing and pushing him on the ground. And that, that was That's him. That's Joe. Big Joe. Daniel was the young cop who was just being himself white. Yeah, but that's no, that's the problem. I, I and I understand like he couldn't even really go against them. It was like training day and shit. I get that. But goddamn, we gotta stand for something. You, as a human being, let me take race and put it to the side. As a fucking human fucking being, this is a military person fighting for our fucking freedom. Whatever little bit fucking we have with masks on our fucking faces being forced to get jabbed. And you're telling me you don't even have the respect for a boy, because I know you see him as a boy, fighting for your freedoms. And you don't even have the respect for military? And you was in military? And they try to sweep it under the rug? You dead wrong. Your pension, I hope your wife leave you. I hope your children hate you. And everybody change their last name. And then what they need to do, because it's about accountability, anybody within your bloodline should be stricken from forever doing any law enforcement activity. Like, y'all don't even understand. <laughs> Proof is in the pudding. I want to close the show out uh, tonight with this little uh, paragraph from this book called They Stole It, But You Must Return It. Uh, it's by Richard Williams. E.D. Um, states here, Chapter 6, Black's Response to the Slave Experience. And we're going to close the show out with this. The slave experience for blacks in America was very stressful. Some writers have tried to say that things were not all that bad for some slaves. Not so. Granted that every black may not have personal experience, savage beatings, killings, or rapes perpetuated by the slave owners in white America, yet all slaves knew about these cruel acts. They all witnessed some of these cruel acts, and they all knew that these terrible acts 
could happen to any one of them at any time as well. They also knew very well that the laws of the United States would not protect the black slave from such inhumane treatment. Therefore, all slaves were mentally, socially, and psychologically affected by these acts. Case closed. And again, we just want to thank you all for tuning in tonight. You've been listening to us here at Make Me Free. Shout out again to our super producer, Sidney Ashby. Tune in next week, Sunday, 10 to 10.30 Eastern Standard Time. Again, you're listening to On The Wake Up Radio. You can catch again our plays at otwtube.com. As well, we have a slew of videos out there, a slew of informational videos. Brothers have been pulling out videos from way back years, pulling out information. Now we got our own site. We got our own tool. We want y'all to get this knowledge, get this information, and continue to uh, be the person that you should be here. And we want to thank you, the listeners, for showing up continuous support for making this show possible. And again, I am your host, Joel Saji. Until next week, peace. You, the people, have the power. The power to create happiness. Let us use that power. Let us all unite. Let us fight for a new world. You, the people, have the power to make this life free and beautiful. To make this life a wonderful adventure. By the promise of these things, brutes have risen to power. But they lie. They do not fulfill that promise. They never will. Dictators free themselves, but they enslave the people. Now let us fight to fulfill that promise. Let us all unite. OTWTube.com, uncensored free speech platform. Flawed individual. Sing the Ashby 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 Ash